infection isn't that doctor time it's girl time no it's still girl time <laughs> thank you for coming to our podcast we are talking about the episode big time bad boy this week um from the nickelodeon show big time rush from 2010 is kind of where we're at chronologically at this point i'm very excited to talk about this episode guys um it was directed by joe menendez who is responsible for Legends of the Hidden Temple, the movie, which I didn't even know existed, so that was exciting. Um, and it was written by, Le- I'm gonna, I can't find out how to pronounce it, but I think it's Lazar Sarik. L-A-Z-A-R. Maybe Lazar? Lazar. Lazar. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't find a picture of him or pronunciation and a small Wikipedia page, but he's done some other stuff before. And I'm pretty sure he's done more than one Big Time Rush episode. This episode opens with them recording The City is Ours. Finally. Finally. Because mm-hmm. so far we've, all, we've gotten, like, famous big time rush, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. I think we have gotten City is Ours before. But not full-on performance with the words and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't performed famous either. Yeah, they haven't. No, they just played it Oh, but the they montage. did play it with the words in the montage. Okay. That's what I was thinking. They played the intro. Um, but Kelly's smiling and jamming and having a really great time. And then it pans to Gustavo, who's not having a good time. They zoom very far into Kendall's face, which I don't love. And they cut the song kind of around all of James's parts, which I only know because this is the song where I have the most solid James impression, I think. I can confirm this. <laughs> After the last note of the song, which is kind of going, Ours. <laughs> Logan whoops and throws his arms up in the air. Put your hands in the air. Okay. But he smacks Carlos in the head and that knocks him to the floor. But Carlos was wearing his helmet throughout this entire recording. It was buckled and everything. So I think he's fine. Yeah. He's probably fine. Carlos falls down a lot in this one. Spoilers. Yeah. It's self-inflicted, but oh man. I'm so worried about this boy. But Gustavo is ready to tell them about a secret boy band ingredient that they need to incorporate into Big Time Rush. So James guesses hair mousse, and then Carlos guesses chocolate mousse. Logan guesses spandex. He begs, please don't say spandex. <laughs> I was really disappointed that none of them guessed like an actual mousse, like the animal, because <laughs> I think that would have been very funny and a good thing for Carlos to say. Do they have those in Minnesota? Oh, God, they must. must. If they were in a state, it would be Minnesota, probably. Or maybe they don't have moose in Minnesota, and that's why no one said it, because I think moose <gasps> only applies to hair and chocolate. They don't know about the other kinds. <laughs> I've never told seen them. Because they only know about hockey. Are there no hockey mascots that are moose? There definitely are. Like all of them? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. No. Yeah, the Amherst. Yeah. In the city in which we live are a moose. Okay. It's a moose. I've definitely taken a picture with it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, no, I have a picture of me as an infant child with my father <laughs> with this moose. <laughs> he also, like, put, it's not the Stanley Cup. What's the minor league version? It was a picture of me sitting in that as a baby. That's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really like hockey that much. I didn't really work whatever you was trying, whatever alchemy was trying to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they put Gustavo in these, like, really giant baggy jeans, which, come on, guys, it's 2010. I think we can, like, move past that a little bit. They don't need to be that baggy. Oh, but anyway, the secret ingredient they need is a bad boy, if you couldn't guess. Um, also, they compliment, somebody compliments him on the song, and they say it's great, and he goes, um, of course it's great! I wrote it! Because <laughs> he's Gustavo. He's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I used to be in music school for composition for a little bit. I can confirm that's what men who compose music are like, so. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> Yeah, Gustavo's description of the bad boy is the ill-tempered rebel with a flair for synchronized dance. <laughs> and then he decides that it's Kendall. Uh, 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 uh. The uh, uh, uh is immediate. Like, I was... <laughs> hey, hey, editors? <laughs> After the song, they say, we don't need a bad boy. That's when Kelly flips around the portfolio she's holding, and there's a full, like, 8.5 by 11 printed out photo of Griffin <laughs> as she plays the recording of a voicemail on her phone of Griffin saying, 
Gustavo, the band needs a bad boy. Bye. <laughs> we talk about why every boy band needs a bad boy, and they show them examples of the, the big old posters in the hallway where there's the bad boy and you can see his back is turned to the rest of the band he's off to the side and another one where his back is turned to the rest of the band and he's in dark clothes but they can only be one bad boy which they learned in the bad boys experiment of 2005 <laughs> which was just all bad boys and none of them are pretty <laughs> <laughs> so also on the poster um it was advertising their song or album i'm not sure but it's called back to you, girl, like you, the letter. And it's, yeah, I really enjoyed that. The other posters you can see, like, from the angle, which uh, I don't know if they directly address them, but there's Boy Blast, and their song was Girl, You Are the Letters My World. Um, and then there's Boy Crush, and it was advertising their 1997 Missing You Girl tour. And I just like knowing that there's more out there. <laughs> and also Angel Angel, which is a girl yeah, group, so they didn't talk about them. This is when I started thinking about, does Big Time Rush have any songs with a girl in the title? And I was really excited. I'm like, no, they don't. But then I remembered Cover Girl existed, yeah. and I got really mad. I got so mad. I don't like that song. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I, it's the only one, though, right? But they certainly say girl a right. lot. They say, they say girl, girl so much. much. Gustavo wants it to be Kendall, and Kendall's like, no, I would never turn my back on my friend. <laughs> yes! He just intentionally keeps interpreting turning his back to the camera as turning his back on his friends. I thought I was losing my mind. I was like, yes. he, he is a teenage boy. He doesn't understand symbolism or metaphor. They're like, well, why would we want to be a bad boy? And Gustavo explains that the bad boy gets the most money, is the most popular, and dates the hottest models. <laughs> and then all of them except Kendall are immediately like, they 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 turn around and show the, show them their back. They're like, look at my back! I, I can be bad with my back. <laughs> and then it just cuts to the poolside. Oh, wait. Um, also, Griffin or er, Gustavo says that Griffin is driving him crazy, and there's a cuckoo clock sound <laughs> effect, and I think that's the first time that's happened. <laughs> And I really liked it because the previous episode set the bar really low for sound effects. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Saki. Don't worry. It only gets better from here. I don't think that's true, but... <laughs> we can hope. We can dream. So the band needs a bad boy, and Katie needs a girlfriend. That's the thesis. Because her mom is upset that she spends her time destroying the housekeeping team <laughs> in poker <laughs> and taking all of their money and watches. <laughs> So I think she says, we need to find you, like, a girlfriend, like, someone you can play dolls with. And I don't know, I just thought Mrs. Knight was, like, way more, like, chill than that. I don't know, she's probably sneaking her own childhood. Yeah. I don't think she's doing anything, like, malicious, but I'm No, I think she is worrying that she is not giving Katie a proper childhood because Mm. she brought her here to L.A. Mm, And so she's remembering what her childhood looks like and was sad that Katie's childhood's not going to look like that. But I guess the only girl... Katie's age she could find was this girl named Molly. Who, it's wild because I know that this episode came out way before Jojo Siwa. (laughs) (laughs) But that's who Molly is. Oh my god. She and Katie both have like pigtails, which is really funny. If you don't know who Jojo Siwa is, that doesn't mean anything to you. So Molly is just wearing these big, poofy, floral dress. Is it floral? It feels like it should be. Brightly colored, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Is she carrying a huge lollipop yep. in this scene? Yep. And she's got high blonde pigtails and just very, very little girly. She's very bubbly. Yeah. And she's always smiling with a big toothy smile. And that's Molly. And Katie is not a fan of her. But Mrs. Knight says, we don't judge people without getting to know them first. And then the most amazing subplot. <laughs> <laughs> turns around and sees this large, bearded, scruffy man standing up from behind a chair with an axe in his hand, and there's red substance on the axe, and he licks it while laughing, and there, off to the side of the chair, you see legs sprawled out on the floor from someone laying there. And Mrs. Knight picks up Katie, screaming, and runs out of there. But you, you do find out that the red substance is from a jelly donut. And Bitter stands up and says, I can't believe you cut a donut with an axe. To which the scruffy man says, you wanted half. So I guess they had Bitter's laying flat on the ground on his belly, holding the donut, the donut for him to cut it with an axe. So I don't yeah. understand their dynamic. 
I think Bitters had equal part in this. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, is this the moment to talk about Darren Norris? Or... Probably. Okay. That's Buddha Bob, who we've just met. Haley, I'm assuming you know more about him than they me, just because of voice his... acting. Oh. Um, if you don't, that's fine. don't name in the episode. I they... found it out later. But he's got Bob on his jumpsuit. I did not notice that. Yeah, he voiced most famously Cosmo from Fairly Odd Parents, and also the janitor from Ned's Declassified. His physical form was the janitor as well. That right. That was a voice role. <laughs> He's a Nickelodeon staple, and I'm glad he made it. So back at apartment 2J, Katie answers a knock on the door, and it's two cops, and one guy bends down and says, Hey, little one, is your mommy here? And Katie goes, she's in the can, talk to me. (laughs) So they explain it was the groundskeeper and a jelly donut, and then they hold up an evidence bag with both halves of the jelly donut, which are really, it's gone through some stuff, it looks pretty gross. Did they have to tear the donut out of Buddha Bob's hands? I'm like, how did they not eat them already? Right. How fast did the police get there? Were they saving them after they cut it in half with jelly in it? Was it to lure the cops there? (laughs) (laughs) Katie's like, so you're telling me that my mom tells me not to judge people until I get to know them. And then she sees the groundskeeper and assumes he's an axe murderer when he's really a plant cutting donut eater. And then the guy's like, yeah, your mom was way off. And then Katie says, thanks, coppers. And she slams the door in her face. <laughs> She's amazing. Oh, and then uh, Mrs. Knight emerges from the can and asks <laughs> what that was about. And Katie decides to use this knowledge to her advantage. And it's like, that axe boy is still on the loose. And I just love that she calls him the, the axe, axe boy. boy. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of axe and then... Mouths? Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, they never settle on one. It's kind of fun. Axe Boy is my favorite, definitely. It was all downhill from there. Yeah. And that's when... The boys. The boys. The non-Axe Boys. They probably wear... At- Ooh. Well, James... No, James wears the uh, Barracuda Manspray. Which is definitely Axe. Well, yeah, but not... <laughs> we can pretend it's not. It's definitely. <laughs> no, but that's for men. Axe is for boys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, <laughs> so the the boys burst through the door. It startles her because she was just told an ex maniac has on list, so she screams. Yes, because they're like yelling. <laughs> What's up, Mama Knight? <laughs> that was Logan. It's yeah. horrible. Um, Does he do it in the high voice? He goes, "What's up? What's up, Mama Knight?" No, I thought he. I think I can tell he's low voice. He's doing a low voice. Okay, because he does that high voice. He and does. It kills me. <laughs> And yeah. then James, like, crushes a tin can. No, it's a water bottle! <laughs> it's an empty plastic water bottle. <laughs> he crushes a thing against his forehead. And then Logan just punches the dome hockey table with two fists. Like, I guess that's his equivalent. I didn't write down what Carlos did. Yeah, Carlos. so they're all wearing, except Kendall. Kendall's normal and whatever. He they're all wearing black and sunglasses. James and Carl are still both wearing black tank tops, but Logan, he's wearing, like, a gray button-up shirt that's way too big on him, and he has the sleeves rolled up, but not in, like, a cool way, in a way where the sleeves are too long for his arms, so he used to roll them up to, like, make his hands stick out. It's because he doesn't care about anything. And he also has the collar box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, I was trying to figure out, like, I don't, were they emulating, like, mid-2000s hip-hop culture? Yes. Okay, because I, I was like, I don't know enough about that to, like, speak on this, but it's just been a while since I've seen any of that, yeah. huh? And Kendall explains that they're all trying to be bad boys, and Mrs. Knight says, you're not bad boys, you're nice boys. <laughs> or you're all nice boys. She's... She warns them about the axe guy, but behind her, Katie has cue cards, <laughs> and and they say, like, no, there's not. <laughs> she's just, just like, goes with it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I don't have time to deal with this. That's definitely a sibling thing that they established long ago. Yes. I think it's the first time they use that sign thing. Because mm-hmm. that definitely is, like, a thing that comes in the show. Yes. And then he says, like, okay, Mom, stay safe. <laughs> and then like, the other three yell in unison, we want pizza now. And she gives them the look. The mom look. And then they all are immediately like, oh, I'm you know, I'm hungry. And like, like, my Logan is like, like he's like pointing towards his mouth, like I need food to go in the mouth. <laughs> Does he have the grill or is that James? James. James. Okay. Yeah. 
So the next scene, it's back at Rock Records. I didn't understand exactly what was happening at first, because I'm like, Gustavo is sitting at a table in the middle of the hallway, mm-hmm. just sitting there. But then I realized what he's done. He set up, like, an audition table. Yeah, bad boy mm-hmm. auditions. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he's expecting them. Well, he's doing that thing where he, like, presses his fingertips mm-hmm. together in front of his face, and he looks really intense, and he's expecting them, because then he goes, shh, here they come. <laughs> so Carlos comes in first. <laughs> With a wooden plank, breaks it in half with his helmet, and then falls over. Which is wild, because last episode, someone threw a rock at his head, and he... He barely flinched! That was a rock. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's because the wood plank was in front of his face, and sort of hit him in the face more than the head. The rock wore down the helmet. Is he just... Is he, like, mid-concussion? Like, does he have a really severe concussion from something else? So then the slight... Maybe that's exacerbating the situation with the piece of wood. Yeah. (laughs) So that's his audition to be bad boy. (laughs) And then they all... Next! (laughs) James James comes in. He has another bandana. (laughs) And a continuity. And a grill. Who wants to do the rap? Fine, he goes, a B to the A to the D, that's me. And then he, like, loses confidence. He's like, a bad boy? Boy that needs to rhyme with me. And then then Gustavo's like, really? A grill? Logan! (laughs) Logan's is the worst. He takes off his sunglasses and just, like, throws them down the hall. (laughs) And he just says dance. It's like B-boy about to (laughs) break dance. Like, it's a, it's a b-boy hype-up thing, but it's very sloppily done. And he's, like, and snapping also, his fingers, and there are boing sound effects happening. Yeah. It's like he has heard of the idea of a b-boy, <laughs> and that's what he's going off of. And then and at one point, he starts waving yeah. his arms around, and he keeps going, You like that? You like that? He's, like, really close to the <laughs> like table. Really quietly. <laughs> really scared. And then Gustavo's like, No. <laughs> yeah, he just... Slams his hand on the table. She's like, "No, <laughs> Kendall's the bad boy." <laughs> he talks about how Kendall's the only one who doesn't care. He's not listening to authority, and that's why he's the bad boy. At some point in this conversation, James kind of realizes, like, "Oh, whatever Kendall's doing, that's working." So he like starts imitating Kendall behind. <laughs> <laughs> and I think right before it flashes back to Gustavo, you see Logan like catching on and going to do that, but you don't see him doing it. No. That's extremely good. Gustavo tells Kendall that he needs to start wearing black clothing and start talking deeper and slower. (laughs) And then Kendall responds to this with, you mean be fake. (laughs) This is the Kendall I can't stand. I'm going to be real. (laughs) It's like his points, I guess, are all valid, but the way he expresses them, I'm trying to find the word. It's not like small or superior. It's It's not quite that. Self-righteous. Yeah. Yeah. He's (laughs) deliberately misinterpreting the concept of turning one's back. Funnier when you really consider it solely from the view of him wanting to make things as hard on Gustavo as possible. That's like the main reason, but I still can't. Look him in the eyes. Which is so sad. Last episode was like, Pete Kendall loved Mm -hmm. him. Is this where we find out that Kelly's terrible at faking? Sorry, that's where it is in my notes. (laughs) Because Gustavo's like, no, you're terrible at faking. And then Kelly goes, I have never lied to you. Isn't that there? Yes, yes, yes. Because then Gustavo says, are you telling me you're going to ignore me and Griffin and a record company and not be our bad boy? And then Kendall says, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I realize, Bad boy. That Kendall, I like, it's really whiplash between, like, he'll say one thing and I'm like, I fucking hate you. And then I'll say something else and the delivery is, like, kind of funny and I'm like, hell yeah. So, but I think this is when Griffin shows up. And are they back in the recording studio? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Griffin says, why isn't his back turned? <laughs> and then Gustavo says, he won't do what I say, which makes him the bad boy. Right. And then Kendall says, and I don't turn my back on my friends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, he would be standing next to his friends. That's not what... I want the facing the opposite direction. And Griffin responds, that's good. I respect that. But I said I wanted bad. <laughs> and then immediately the other three jump into action. They're like, oh, you want bad? You want bad? So James, like, sticks his grill on. Logan puts on his sunglasses. Carlos really? takes out another two by four. Where is he getting these two by fours? So he smashes it again. Yeah, breaks it in half. Collapses onto the floor. Are they made of... 
palm? Is it palm? But yeah, Carlos collapsing is what prompts James and Logan to become immediately kind of embarrassed and sheepish and put their shit away. (laughs) And Griffin's like, I would let my daughter date any one of these boys. Which really says something about his standards. (laughs) And this is where Griffin reveals he has hired a bad boy. He says, say hello to Wayne Wayne. (laughs) Um, I don't want to talk about Wayne Wayne quite yet. I don't want to be the one to breach it, but I just want to say this actor, I guess, played George Lucas in the episode of Legends of Tomorrow, and that's <laughs> that's the only thing I really had to say about the actor. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Big Time Rush Wiki in the trivia section said, Wayne Wayne is probably a parody to Lil Wayne. <laughs> And he's but he's a white guy talking but, about Detroit. I mean, it doesn't immediately after that. that. It says, but also Eminem because he's a white. Guy. I know, but yeah. just, it was so. Yeah, I think it's just the, the name Wayne is what made them like, say that, which is nothing. Yeah, it's like they typed their first theory and then realized it was bullshit, and then they added the next best thing. But didn't take away the obviously wrong one. We should talk about Wayne Wayne before we say these things. Well, who wants to do the rap? I didn't write all of oh, it we're down. We're not rapping. But we have to, <laughs> we have okay. to do our best. Like, I, I, I have it. There's no way to make it sound like anything other than what it is. And I don't want people thinking that it sounds that way because I'm the one doing it. <laughs> That's true. But I tried. I certainly couldn't make it sound anything like it. I just want to say all the words in that order that he says them. <laughs> It's mostly because he goes, what, what? Yo, yo, I'm Wayne Wayne from the mean streets of Detroit. And bad, bad is my bling bling and it's rapping grooves I exploit. <laughs> Which does, I don't know, what does that mean? <laughs> and James in the background, he just does this tiny nod, like of approval. I don't know. <laughs> and then Griffin just leaves. Well, well he says later, later, Griff, Griff. Yeah. But no, Wayne no, Wayne says that when yeah. Griffin leaves. Wayne Wayne Griffin says, says later, later, Wayne Wayne, blow it up. And then they do the fist bump and blow up. And then Wayne Wayne says, later, later, Griff, Griff. <laughs> so James, and that's, <laughs> James tries to introduce himself to Wayne Wayne. Well, he holds his fist out for a fist bump. He says, hi, I am. And he doesn't get any further because Wayne Wayne punches his fist out of the air and says, wasting your time time. <laughs> and then James is like, really, he's physically has injured James's hand. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> and then he holds up his like brass knuckles of the letter W, but in this script font. Yeah, it's just a big finger-spanning scripted W. <laughs> like, doesn't like... try to spell Wayne, because that's too many. Right, and there's he's got two W's, and it's just the weirdest possible font for brass knuckles. Obviously diamond studded. He is exactly what you're picturing. He is a parody of a parody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not Eminem, though. Eminem does not wear bling. Obviously, the Detroit thing is Eminem. I think he's just trying to combine as many things. like hip-hop things as possible, which is another thing that's weird about this whole bad boy. Every boy band doesn't have the one hip-hop guy. Yeah. <laughs> so just the fact that they have completed bad boy and hip-hop culture is probably problematic in some way. No, it's, it's just hard to like it's just hard to parse it, like yeah. to figure out like what is happening. But Because yeah. then they eventually decide that Kendall is the bad boy, but he does none of the hip hop stuff. Right. So. He rapped in one unreleased song. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> so when Wayne Wayne leaves this time he goes, Wayne Wayne out out <laughs> and Logan, James and Kendall immediately go, We don't like him. Carlos goes, who's Wayne Wayne? <laughs> Carlos has been passed out this whole time for meeting Carlos <laughs> against a plank of wood. But Gustavo does tell them to be good boys and make friend friends with Wayne Wayne. <laughs> so that's very funny about Carlos, but like, give this kid to a hospital. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it did kill me, though. But they had to probably explain. <laughs> they did to explain split. Like, with words, they would have to explain this. Like, and um, a guy? You can just say Griffin hired a new bad well, boy. Well, that's as far as I would get, because I would I feel like really I'd have to warn stunned. him, but he figures it out eventually. Yeah. So now we're back at apartment 2J, and Molly has shown up at their apartment to play. So she, she opens... Alive. Thank you. <laughs> I came up with that myself. <laughs> well, Mrs. Knight, I think, goes to open the door. She's like, oh, I invited Molly over to play. And Molly's standing there, like, blowing bubbles in a hallway indoors. So that sucks. But Katie's hiding in the bathroom because she does not want to interact. She's playing Diaz. And her DS is her best friend. Shows up a lot in the show, and I'm just very happy for her. She's part of this iconic duo. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be a while, because she had so much fast food. <laughs> <laughs> Too much fast food. 
Is that the pizza that the other three wanted? <laughs> did they did they get the pizza? I, I don't, don't think know. she would get them pizza. Unless I was already planning for pizza. Yeah. Katie tries to go to the pool. Oh, this is where she begs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. She suffocates herself. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Mom, please, I lied to you. He said, there's no axe, no take, it's just the groundskeeper guy. There's this really dramatic orchestral music playing in the background. It's very emotional. And Mrs. Knight's like, Katie, I think I can tell the difference between an axe lunatic and... Katie says, maybe he's a nice maintenance man who was cutting a jelly donut. <laughs> and Mrs. Knight's like, I think I can tell the difference between an axe lunatic and a donut enthusiast. <laughs> she grabs a hockey stick. She's like, help me take out the garbage. <laughs> I do like that they brought hockey sticks with them mm-hmm. and that she thinks to use them as weapons. In case there's an axe. Yeah, I mean, it's noun. definitely the most realistic weapon that would be in that apartment. Mm-hmm. So they get to the dumpsters. They see Buddha Bob throwing a bunch of bodies into them. Mrs. Knight screams again and drops all of the trash and fixes a hockey stick. Picks Katie up and runs inside. <laughs> Great weapon, Mrs. K. And Katie waves. <laughs> What if Bob waves back? He's very confused. He's just throwing mannequins in the garbage, and Betters comes down and says, No, that's not where I told you to store the mannequins. And he's like, Why do we have mannequins? <laughs> like, are dumpsters a place of storage? I think he's just trying to get rid of them. Me. Well, because then Betters' response to that is, I'm the manager, and you do as I say. So there's a power dynamic, obviously, Griffin, Gustavo, the boys. Is there another one going on between Betters and Buddha Bob? But then there's no one. But there's not, like, a third tier, because Mm -hmm. Buddha Bob's just, like, a cool dude and doesn't need to wield power over anyone. If we're talking about Betters just being the manager and not owning the hotel, then Mm -hmm. whoever is the owner. Oh, man. So, yeah. Griffin owns the hotel. (laughs) No. That would have come up. That would have definitely come up. At least see or hear of, like, there's an opportunity for it. If Griffin owned the hotel, he would have showed up. Oh, that's so sad. Buddha Bob's at the bottom of the food chain. But that's why he and the boys get along so well eventually. And also, this is when Bitters asks Buddha Bob to help him take off this Tomlin sweater because <laughs> the, the neck hole is too small. <laughs> but before that gets resolved, it cuts to the pool side again. <laughs> Wayne Wayne is benching all three of them. Jennifer <laughs> on a full chair. Oh, <laughs> go Wayne Wayne. Go Wayne Wayne. Go Wayne Wayne. <laughs> for so long. Why are the Jennifers falling for Wayne Wayne? Like he's the bad boy. <laughs> they have standards. They clearly have standards. Maybe they're doing it to piss off Big Time Rush. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> I like because that, then actually. Carlos does say, and now he steals our girls who have no interest in us, but it's still not fair. <laughs> So maybe they're like, they're just really sick of Big Time Rush. And they're like, yeah, this guy. <laughs> and Logan says, and that's why we're going to get rid of him. Kind of get rid of him. And <laughs> he's like, why me? And James says, because he scares us. <laughs> and then Kendall gives a speech. So his speech starts. Can I just start? Because yes. we are a band. <laughs> so he Not more like, hockey players. Is <laughs> done? Yeah, let's move on. Just a little bit. Step by step. Yeah, he's explaining how they're going to stick together. And then he starts bad-mouthing Wayne Wayne. He's like, this fake poser dude. And you can see Wayne Wayne leave the Jennifers <laughs> in the background. And then after a second, and then up. Yeah, so he's right behind him. And he hears all of it. And then Kendall's like, oh, oh shit. Okay. And then <laughs> he, he literally says, oh shit. Wait, yeah. wait. Nickelodeon show. Wayne Wayne says, is there trouble, trouble, Ken Dork? So he goes, you want trouble, trouble, trouble. Ken Dork? That's it. Bring it, bring it. <laughs> I thought he said Ken Dark, and oh. I was like, oh, is that foreshadowing Kendall being the bad boy? But then no, the subtitle said Dork, and I was Ken like, Dark. Wow. Is that like, so we have Bandana Man? It's like the Ultra Is it Kendall <laughs> Ken Dark. and Dark? We'll get to the other two eventually. That's, that's what we're really discovering in this show. So Wayne Wayne is like, you can't kick me out of your band because I have a contract. <laughs> He holds up a big, giant contract that I don't think is the size of a normal contract. Mm-mm. It was in the contract that he gets a bigger contract. <laughs> it was in the contract <laughs> that he gets to be in a band, and he gets a posse, and then three <laughs> other guys show up to intimidate Big Time Rush. And this works? Yeah, though, they run away. And they're just wearing, like, I think they were also teenage boys. They weren't that much They looked really old. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, they were all wearing big baggy clothes. Look, matching outfits. 
they were wearing the same uniform. Wayne Wayne, but instead of black, it was all white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't threatening. Yes. Yeah. But they were very afraid and it made them run away. So right before he calls in the posse, oh, Wayne Wayne agrees with them. He's like, oh yeah, I think we should only have four people in the band. He pulls out his phone and he goes, Grish Griff, the boys agree with me. Five in the band is too many. And then Griffin goes, sounds fresh, Wayne Wayne. Griff Griff, out, out. And this, so Wayne Wayne, during this, he holds up the phone. He's this on speakerphone, so we can see Griffin's face to show that he's speakerphone and Griffin. But on the screen, it's not like a call screen. It's a JPEG of Griffin. <laughs> But because the options, so above it in the corner, it says IMG002. And at the bottom of the screen, the options are send and menu. So it's just the image in the phone pulled up of Griffin. Maybe in the same way that Kelly showed them the, the printout <laughs> picture of Griffin earlier. <laughs> yeah, everyone just needs to have an image of him on hand at all times. And so then they're afraid that they're all going to get kicked out of the band. They all go and hide. They're and... undercover in their tree hats, <laughs> spying on Wayne Wayne. Uh, Wayne Wayne is drinking something out of a coconut. <laughs> and Logan's like, he even makes sipping out of coconut look tough. Which he doesn't. He does not. Is that after they pick up the man who's lying in a pool chair and throw him into the pool so Wayne Wayne can sit there? Yes. Two of the posse pick leaves off of a nearby, like, palm plant and they start fanning Wayne Wayne with them. There's no way they're getting paid enough for this job. Absolutely not. But it's in the contract, so. Mm -hmm. And then, uh. You're like, hey, look, one of us is going to get kicked out. We got to focus. And James bets that it's going to be Logan. And Logan just yells, mean! (laughs) But then Kendall, he has to step in. He's like, we're a team. We're not afraid of William Wayne or anyone else. And this is when Camille pops up. She's in a wrestling costume. Because she's like a mass luchador. And she just goes, hey, guys. And they scream. They're terrified. <laughs> Kendall is covering his face with his hands. He's so afraid. <laughs> oh, don't worry, guys. I didn't get the part. She looks over. She's like, oh, I didn't know Wally Dooley was trying out for a bad boy role. And Logan says, Wally Hooley. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, I worked with him on Magic Middle School. He was the towel boy. So they pull up the clip on Snoob Tube. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, no, it's called Snoob Tube. <laughs> and the clip is, you know, there's this locker room set. These jocks are like, hey, look, it's Towel Boy. And it's Wayne Wayne, but in the glasses. Yeah, it's like a nerd and he's carrying this big stack of towels. And then the other one of the other guys goes, he looks hot. Better cool him off. <laughs> So then they wave, they waggle their fingers, and then this, is it a hose? Yeah, yeah like two like, hoses. Hose? <laughs> it's magic. magic. They have um, pure hoses. <laughs> and then he gets sprayed with water, and then he goes, I guess I'm the one that needs the towel. And there's a laugh track. I, I, I have to bring it up. If they weren't obviously middle schoolers, like, that is the setup for a gay porno, and I hate it. <laughs> but luckily they cover their bases and it's not suspect. So did you guys catch on to anything else that's happening on that screen? No, no. I didn't okay. want to look at it with my eyes. I was Can I tell you what was happening? I'm so screen. glad you get all these details. So the video is titled Towel Boy Needs a Towel and then the caption is This Towel Boy's gonna need his own towel boy. Oh wow, that is really okay. And one of the comments is, Wow, he really does need a towel now and then WizKid55 says, fake, this video is so fake. Look how bad the CG is in this video. My grandma makes better CG than this. And then VideoGamer247 says, that wasn't very nice of them to use magic like that. And then on the right side of the screen, there's a, a section called more towel-related videos. The first one is, towel boy spends all day drying off. And the description is, it was bad enough that they soaked him. Now he's doomed to spend the rest of his day. He gets cut off. Next one is, no more towels anywhere. Somebody took all the towels. And now towel boy's going to get really mad if he can't find them. Then towel boy busts a move. No, you've never seen towel boy dance like this. He puts the world's most talented dancers to shame. And then the next one is, towel boy buys new towels. Ah, uh, yes, the lovely scent of freshly purchased towels. Life doesn't get much better than this. And the last one, my personal favorite. That's <laughs> okay. The last one is my personal favorite, and it's called Towels, Towels, and More Towels. And then it says, you should try and count all the towels in this clip. There are well over a million. <laughs> And then, <laughs> so those are peak. At the bottom of the screen, there's some, like, other videos that are very clickbaity in the way they're described. So it's, like, next in the queue, there's Dancing Mailman, and it says, this mailman busts a move on the job. And there's Tattletail gets busted. Maybe he'll think twice before doing it again. Bully gets bullied. 
He won't be stealing anyone's lunch money again. <laughs> Mouse terrifies man. And then it says, squeak. Uh, <laughs> sandbox warfare. Things get down and dirty during recess. And then principal suspended. I'm pretty sure it says that's what he gets for picking his nose. <laughs> I don't. Mm. So <laughs> I didn't know there is that much text happening around it. Yeah, someone had a lot of fun with that. I know. Towels, towels, and more towels. <laughs> Towel-related videos, guys. It's so good. <laughs> is this is a good. Is this a good TV show. <laughs> I think it is. Directly after, they're talking about how Wayne Wayne didn't grow up on the mean streets of Detroit. <laughs> it's actually Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> he grew up in a mansion in Dallas. His dad invented toast on a rope. This one, I had to pause it and then just, like, take a lap around my house <laughs> when I was <laughs> trying to figure out what toast on a rope was. Like, so many times in the past ten years, I was like thought about it. I'm like, it has to be something. And I Google it and there's nothing. It's no, nothing, it's right? LOL, so random. Like, it's, it's very iCarly. Mm, yeah. Do we have any brainstorms on what it oh is? Oh my god. What its intention is? Um, you ever seen, like, soap on a rope? What? No. It's just soap and there's a hole bored through it and there's a rope on it so you don't lose it in the shower. No. <laughs> how, big, how big are people's showers? <laughs> no, so don't slip out of your hands. You, like, put the rope around your wrist. Okay. As so it's about toast <laughs> for your shower, so you don't lose your toast in the shower. No, I thought it was just so you don't drop your toast. Yeah, oh, the whole thing with the rope. <laughs> but then you just have a rope. I don't maybe, know. maybe they bake the bread around the rope. You know those like autumn games where they tie donuts to pieces of string and then you have to yeah. eat it. Maybe it's like that for toast, but it's just toast and it's like a big old rope. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll know. <laughs> no, we won't. Can we make toast on the guys? Literally Oh, how? God. We will have a, to one day. That's a bonus yes. episode. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so Kendall's talking about how they're going to kick him out of the band because they don't need no. So when he does poser, poser, I think he goes fakey, fakey, poser, poser. <laughs> so he makes Ws with his hands by putting up like three fingers. Nice. <laughs> so on each poser, he adds one. So that's his uh, Wayne Wayne impression. But yeah, then he's like, oh, he's right behind me again, isn't he? And then uh, Camille's like, hey, Molly. And he just goes, hey, Camille. And then he gets back into bad boy mode immediately. And he um, floats the idea of changing the name of the band to Wayne Wayne Rush. <laughs> the boys tell Wayne Wayne that once Gustavo finds out you're a phony funny, you're out out. I'm trying to figure out their logic here because if one of them was the bad boy, they would also be a phony. Well, they were trying to prove that they really were the bad boy. And he lied about where he came from. They don't lie about being... <laughs> they true to their never roots. lie. <laughs> They do talk about Minnesota a lot. <laughs> I really want, like, He's like, you're a faker, you're from Texas. I want a big time rush version of Jenny from the block. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still a hockey player from Minnesota. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Doesn't matter how many hits that I got. There we go. I'm still, I'm still cutting Kendall James Logan across from Minnesota. <laughs> So Wayne Wayne decides that Kendall should be the one who gets kicked out of the band. And Wayne Wayne follows us up with, And you can't stop the Wayne Wayne train. A chugga 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 chugga. And he like backs up doing like a little chugga thing. And, and his like, posse's posse super into chew. it. Oh my god, they are yeah. having such a good time. And then he says, stop, it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he is right, but it's so fun. He got like 12 chuggas in there. So they go take this problem to Gustavo, and they're like, Wayne Wayne wants to kick Kendall out of the band! And Gustavo says, really? I would have been on Logan. And Logan goes, well, you would have lost! <laughs> he does this weird like, laugh out. first, too. He's like, ah, well, you would have lost! <laughs> It's really good. It's not really good. It's, it is very good. I can't recommend it, but if you do see it. Anyway, so I was just like, well, I guess that's that's what's going to happen. It sucks, but, you know, we'll be fine. It'll, we'll yeah. move on. Because this is the scene where Gustavo reveals that he doesn't really have much power in this whole mm -hmm. situation, and it talks kind of about how, yeah, Griffin's in charge of everything, and Gustavo hasn't had a hit in, like, 20 years. Mm -hmm. So until he's back on the top, he doesn't really have a say in anything. And they're like, oh, well, we can think of something. We can get rid of Wayne Wayne. Well, first Kendall says, we'll team up. And Gustavo just yells, no. I don't want you hockey heads pulling any schemes or shenanigans. <laughs> Which, so, like, if we're going back to the concept of hockey players being marginal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. We've it's, cracked it's it. <laughs> no. We've cracked it. 
That's why they're so adamant about it. They're like, yeah, we, we're reclaiming it. We play hockey and we made it. <laughs> Follow your dreams. So they also assert that they can have, quote, code names. And James goes, I'll be Falcon. And Logan goes, I'll be the snowman. And then there's little, like, jingle bell noises. <laughs> and Carlos will go, you'll need a tree hat. And he pulls out a tree hat and puts it on Gustavo. And Gustavo yells, no tree hats! He puts it on him, like, really aggressively. Like, he yeah. kind of slammed it onto his <laughs> he head. Thinks, he thinks everybody's cranium can handle what his can. Oh, true. <laughs> Kelly does agree that they are good at skiing. Gustavo and she can't is. lie. Yeah. <laughs> but Gustavo says, no, 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 no. Here are the lyrics. Learn your parts for the new song. Here, James. And he, like, writes their names on each of the tangents. James. Really aggressively. They put the yeah. marker. Yeah. <laughs> Logan. Kendall. Carlos. Carlos. He goes, like, study them. Learn them. <laughs> got it? They got to leave. Yeah, they slunk off all sad. Um, See, this is where Mrs. Nightwall and Katie go to the pool. Because of the accent. Oh, okay. No, well, this is where she tells her the truth. This is what the dramatic orchestra music is this scene. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I get confused because the sweater and the chainsaw subplot also carries on into this scene. Mm-hmm. So those two scenes are, like, really weirdly separated by a lot of Wayne Weed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really hard to, like, follow the continuity there. So she's like, Mom, there's no... Mrs. Knight calls her... Or calls him Axe McGee, which is just <laughs> nothing. And Katie, like... Cassandra's about how it's not really a murderer and then pulls her over to the window. Or no, she doesn't pull her she over says, to the window. Look, he's at the pool right now. And then <laughs> Buddha Bob is standing there with a chainsaw and Bitters has his head stuck in his sweater so it looks like he's wandering around without a head. And Katie goes, Unbelievable! And then she tries to dissuade Mrs. Knight from looking out the window. I think that she's going to play tag with Molly in the hallway, which honestly, I feel like Mrs. Knight shouldn't be okay with that if she's afraid of the axe right. person, but it's That's, fine. It works because then she's able to go down to the pool. She's Fly like, to your mom, guys. And she's like, you guys need to stop. My mom thinks you're an axe murderer. She and says, my mom thinks you're a chainsaw freak. Is what she says. Excuse me. Buddha Bob is like, oh, that's why she always screams when she sees me. <laughs> I wonder what he thought was happening before. He just kind of moved on with his life. Mm-hmm. His whole thing is kind of like shrug and move on. Yeah. Good philosophy. <laughs> is that when Molly skips over? Yeah. And she goes, tag, you're it. And she tags Katie and then skips off. And then Buddha Ba says, is it just me or is she kind of creepy? And Katie yells, I know, right? <laughs> So at least we know that someone else other than Mrs. Knight and Katie can see her. Because she's starting to feel kind of like a spectral figure. Or like maybe she haunts the apartment of 2J. Um, But no, I'm pretty sure she's real now, which is worse. It goes back to the recording studio. And they're waiting because Kendall hasn't showed up. And then Griffin goes, oh, so you guys kick Kendall out. And then he specifically turns on the mic so the recording room can hear them. And he leans in and says into the microphone, my money was on Logan. And Logan's like, why does everyone keep saying that? <laughs> Do they all like collectively decide to dunk on Logan? Like, yes. Dunk on Logan week? Or does everyone just, I yeah. Think I everyone know. just kind of agrees that he, well, is he the least boy band? He has the least swag, which we talk He's about later. He's the smart one. He's too smart for a boy band. <laughs> but this is where Kendall locks in. Storms in. Storms in. He's wearing all black. And guy liner. Yes, final. There's not enough guy liner in this show. Mm-hmm. I have to say it. He does that weird pose where it's like he's giving himself a hug. <laughs> yeah! Like he, then he like angles his body and looks over his shoulder. Like his elbows line up. Yeah. So it's like... Ugh, it's not good. Is that part of hip-hop culture? Is that anything? I don't know if I've seen people do that. I think he's, again, has the idea of... He's doing his best. Yeah, like, I I can kind of picture what he's emulating. Yeah. But it's nothing. (laughs) Carlos gets really excited. He goes, ooh, it's a bad boy off! I also noticed here, Carlos, he's wearing the headphones in the recording studio over his helmet. So they're not, like, on his ears. (laughs) They're just on his helmet. He's amazing. He's done nothing wrong. So, and Kelly's standing behind Gustavo, and she's just mouthing. She's like, no. <laughs> she's mouthing it at them. And Griffin says, a bad boy off? That sounds interesting. And Kevin goes, there's one thing I know about bad boys. They like breaking stuff. And he grabs this mic stand, and then he smashes one of Gustavo's records that's on the wall. And it falls off. 
off the wall. Yeah, the raptor's yeah. probably fine, but he definitely smashes the glass frame. Mm-hmm. And Gustavo screams. <laughs> Everyone else is, like, shocked. But Griffin is just, he's like, yes, yeah, he's right. Bad boys do like breaking stuff. <laughs> so Wayne Wynn picks up a microphone stand, and he smashes three records. But he does, like, really clean smashes that only breaks the glass, and the frame doesn't even fall off the wall. And between each smash, we get a cut to Gustavo screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and then he smashes. Ah! Smash. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but so I don't, good. like, Griffin says, oh, Wayne Wayne won the first round of the bad boy off, but I don't think he did, because I think that... He just copied Kendall. Right. Yeah. I feel like Kendall did more damage, because there's more risk of damage to the record. Right. Wayne Wayne wins that round, and Griffin's like, someone ring a bell, and then they just go and get a bell. <laughs> they don't even go and get it, they just, like, lift their hand right. and there's a bell in it. <laughs> He's not named yet, but his name is Abdul. Oh, yeah. And so Abdul pulls off a bell. For boxing? Boxing. And now they have to wrap off. Which sucks. The rap battle. Not good. Don't know what Wayne Wins was, but Kendall's was. Because it's something about the Your rhymes are weak. Mine fit like a glove. Gustavo's got a face only a mother could love. Yep. So I guess insulting Gustavo is something Griffin really likes. He's like, round two goes to Kendall. Because he's disrespecting authority. True. But not disrespecting Griffin. Just Gustavo, which is the right amount of authority to disrespect. Yeah, the third round? So Kendall's locked himself in Gustavo's office, and there's a lot of noises and destruction sounds. construction noises, though. Like, you could should have the cat now. The cat now, right? Yeah. And then Kelly goes, he locked it, and Gustavo's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes and gets his key to open it. And when he walks out, he's holding a big hammer, a sledgehammer, yeah, like yeah. and he like pops it up over his shoulder, and then he does the hug pose again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then they're like reacting to everything that happened in there. Everything looks obviously destroyed. There's the one thing that he has done, and the way they describe it is that he used Gustavo's drawer as a bathroom, and his and response to this: <laughs> bad boys go where they want. <laughs> He says that the bad boys go where they want. And he like pops his like jacket. <laughs> he just goes, want. I hate him so much. I'm afraid of Kendall. See, he's and moved on from the hip hop thing. He's just moved on to yeah. anarchist. He's yeah. so afraid. I feel- but Griffin's into it. He goes, original and very, very bad. <laughs> I've been afraid of Kendall since the pilot a little bit. It sort of ebbs and flows, but there's always at least one layer. Mm-hmm. And then... And Wayne Wayne's freaking out because he's like, I can't top this. He doesn't know what to do. He's like, but I'm the bad boy. Me, I'm the bad boy. He's like trying to think of something to do. What he ends up settling on in the moment is like a nut shot straight to Griffin's <laughs> situation. <laughs> And then Griffin says, kumbaya, and collapses to the ground. <laughs> and of course, then you see Griffin's hand pop up, and he like points at Wayne Wayne. Yeah, and then he immediately gets him. like grabbed by Abdul and the other guy. I don't know. Yeah, another guy. He's... Abdul's the only named one, eventually. It's like season three that he gets a name. Mm-hmm. Oh, before that, Wayne Wayne's like, I'm the bad boy. Carlos goes, dude. He went in his desk. <laughs> and Wayne Wayne says, I'll show you. I'll show all of you. Right before he kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> And then the posse runs away. They're terrified. So I hope they're doing well out there. Is that when... When does Griffin tell Wayne Wayne that he has to put him in a band? Because Wayne Wayne says, you can't kick me out. I have to be in the band. It's in my contract. And then Griffin says that. I have to put you in a band. And then they drag him away. I know Griffin tells Kendall, you can still date my daughter, but I want you nowhere near my desk. (laughs) And then he goes, Griff, Griff out. And they do the fist bump and the explosion. (laughs) Wayne Wayne is still screaming as he's, like, dragged down the hall. So. <laughs> Kelly is like, wait, why are you so chill with this, Gustavo? And well, because he goes, you guys, good work. <laughs> and then they all cheer, and they do, like, a finger waggle, like, in the so middle. Cute. And Kelly's like, what the fuck is going on <laughs> And that's when they reveal that their lyric sheets actually had written on them, let's get Wayne Wayne. They were in cahoots. <laughs> but Kelly can't lie, so they didn't bring her into the scheme. And she has, like, a tiny breakdown. Like, well, she fake Kelly standards. She's sort of, like, sputtering a lot. Yeah, that's true. And then she fake cries, and then she's like, ah, no, you guys are right. So with those papers, he wrote on like, each one of them, it had, like, one word. It's like, mm-hmm. let's get rid of Wayne Wayne. But it really just reminded me of the Scary Clown movie, Chapter 2. God damn it, When they they go look at the fortune cookies. So you were going to say this, and I was like... No, because I want to... I'm imagining them saying, Wayne Wayne just could not cut it. (laughs) And then he gets murdered by an evil clown. (laughs) No, wait, wait. It's a better movie. 
movie. Kill himself. That's what. No, no, but I, I'm writing this movie and that's not what would happen. Because <laughs> it's funnier. <laughs> that doesn't happen. What is it? Or we can do, um, let's get rid of Stanley. <laughs> what is it uh, that Kendall says, I'll do these stereotypical bad boy things, but I won't turn my back on my friends. I don't think and it matters. <laughs> it just, it's pretty much, yeah. Still deliberately misinterpreting <laughs> that to make his point. And everyone's fine and oh, wait. happy. And um, so Kelly finds out and Gustavo calls her a horrible faker liar actress. <laughs> and that's Harsh. when she fake cries. I don't blame her. That's that's weird. Yeah, then he calls on hockey heads again. So <laughs> slur. Last episode was in Big Time Crib. He calls them dogs, like constantly ton of dog metaphors. This one, it's all about hockey, all about hockey heads. Yeah. It's just I guess he's done with the dog. He thing. realized that hockey was a slur. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gustavo got embarrassed after he barked at them. <laughs> and was like, gotta dial it down. We gotta move on from this one. And then he's gonna get embarrassed out of the hockey thing and start calling them, like, Minnesotans. <laughs> an even worse slur <laughs> in this universe. And then they get home, and Kendall's like, hey, Mom, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> oh, oh, because before they walked in, Katie had invited Budabob up to fix the cable. Oh, and shoot, she I forgot about that. And as she opened the door, tape. she unplugged the cable, called Budabob up, and as she opened the door, he said, hello, and then immediately got knocked out by Mrs. Knight with, she hit him with something and then a frying pan. I forgot Was that what there karate noises? Yeah. Okay. And then he passed it on the floor, so then when the boys walk in, it's like, hey, Mo, I'm the bad boy. Dog. <laughs> or why is the maintenance guy on the ground? She's like, maintenance guy? <laughs> it's just starting to occur to her. <laughs> so Kendall walks over to their TV. And he's like, oh, let's check out Wayne Lane's new band. He's, it's the same afternoon. He plugs in the DVD player. Because Katie unplugged it. Katie How did he know? He just knew. He just, like, immediately reached back and plugged it in. Yeah, they immediately just got home because Kendall's still wearing the, the clothes. Boy, yeah. He still has the eyeliner on. Yeah, same day, Wally's dragged out of Rock Records and then somehow has been put into a new band and they recorded a whole video which has been then produced and released. On television. <laughs> So the band that he's in is called the Ziggle Zaggles. Is that correct? Yeah, Yeah. it's just the Wiggles. You guys want to sing the song with me? I I don't remember. It's about about bananas. It's about bananas. Better eat your bananas. Your nana 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 nanas. Better eat your bananas. Your nana 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 nanas. Yeah, I think I had to block that out immediately. Oh, <laughs> I just know it so well. It's so ingrained in me. Like, after the episode ended, I was like, I'm going to eat a banana. Oh, I had the opposite, because I was thinking about the song, and I was like, I feel like I should want a banana, but I really don't. <laughs> so, the song ends, and then it switches to the news. <laughs> Yeah, because after the wiggles, you know, the news comes on. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, like, one of those breaking stories that interrupts everything. Maybe. I guess. So it turns Imagine out... Imagine being a little child, and you're watching the wiggles, <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, the breaking news comes on to tell you about, like, a con artist, and there's someone on the loose. <laughs> so Molly, it turns out, is a 20-year-old con artist who's been trying to get famous by posing as a child, and they well, show her... They didn't say that she wanted to get famous. I thought that... Well, they said that... that she poses as a child trying to get famous in Hollywood. So we don't know what the 20-year-old's goal is here. That's what I assumed it was. Yeah, I assumed she was, like, trying out for roles, but... Don't, okay. I don't know. I thought it was like because her stick wa- was child trying to get famous, and her real goal mm. was something else nefarious <laughs> behind that, and I don't know what the child role accomplishes for her nefarious uh, I plans. I thought she just, like, aged out of child roles, and okay. was like, oh no, I can't, but that doesn't really make sense. I don't because... know how it escalates to her stealing a rental car and, like, waving her <laughs> fist at the cops. Oh yeah, she steals <laughs> Kendall's mom's rental <laughs> car and drives it. Honestly, the most troubling character that they have introduced. We don't really hear about her after this. Nope. Do you think she's in jail? She's just in jail for the rest of the show. Did they get the car back? Did they get a different car? Did she do any other crimes other than stealing a car? I don't don't know. That's why I'm wondering. Is it a crime to, like... (laughs) pretend you're younger than you are. That's why I'm trying to figure out what is her scheme here because like if it's all just to steal the rental car you could just steal a rental car and clearly she was running away from the cops so were they trying to catch her for pretending to be a child because that doesn't make sense. 
unless she went undercover as a child at the palm woods. Doesn't make sense with what they said, but the cops are after her, right? Uh-huh. So, so then she goes to the palm woods, pretends to be this 12-year-old, so they won't recognize her. But mm-hmm. then I guess she has to, like, go do her other crime stuff, and that's when she steals the car. Right. Like, did she steal something else, and then she got caught, and now she's trying to escape in the car? Is she wanted for, like, murder? What did she do? <laughs> I mean, they said con artist. That's true. So what else did con artists do? I don't know. They steal, they grift. You're the one who watches Leverage. <laughs> true, I am. I don't know what con she could be pulling as a child. Well, she's not a child. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, what con yeah, I, being a child would be helpful in? It really? seems that all that she wanted to do was hang out with Katie. Mm, mm, wait. Oh, no. Oh, uh, What? There's a connection. I just don't know what it is. No, I Did just, you like, up? adult con. Oh, yeah, yeah no, that's very rough. out with another child no. is rough. I don't think that's it. But it doesn't seem... There's nothing, like, creepy about it, except she was just a creepy kid. (laughs) Yeah. She didn't, like, do anything, like, weird toward Katie, so... Unless she's trying to, like, steal money from the rich children in Hollywood. But the rich children aren't staying at the Palmwoods. Right. The future famous. I'd like to think that her scheme had something to do with Big Time Rush, but, like, I don't think... They they never interact. Nobody knows about them yet. They've been a band for a week? Yeah. (laughs) It's been one week, guys. I can't... It's been... No. Well, it was <laughs> it was one week last episode, so who knows? I don't know what their timeline is. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where the episode ends. It's yep. just Molly waving her fist. Yeah. It is the guitar riff. Like, oh, yeah. and we see that Buddha Bob is fine. I think he and Carlos are neck and neck for most concussions <laughs> in the show. Yeah. Carlos is going to win, though, right? Like, he has to. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because we know that outside of everything we're seeing, there are also hockey-related concussions That's happening. True. But also, there's Budabob-related concussions. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I know we teased this last episode <laughs> in the Big Time Rush wiki. This is Kendall Schmidt's favorite episode because he acts like a bad boy. He stated that in real life, he's not even close to a bad boy. I'm so disappointed that the last episode wasn't his favorite. No, Because he was just really chaotic and having the time of his life. I know. And he didn't seem to be having fun in this episode. (laughs) Did he just really enjoy the bad rapping and the guyliner? I'm thinking, yeah, maybe the guyliner scene, that whole thing. Because that's the only explanation. The rest of it just kind of sucks for him. Does he like implying that he uses desks as bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he thought that was so funny. I mean, I got important question. It was number one, right? Like, he didn't... I, I don't thought know. the implication was number two. Because how would he find out otherwise? Right, because it would just be like, oh, this is wet. Because it would... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have had time to, like, get the sense of a pee smell, follow it, and figure out it was in the desk. Right. Oh, God. So that sucks. It all sucks. Yeah. He definitely didn't actually do it. Because Gustavo was the only one who went in the office, and he was in on the con. That's so true. So he could have just said mm-hmm. that, and then kind of went along with it. Okay, so... Gustavo gave them sheets of paper that said, let's get rid of Wayne Wayne. I don't think they had other contact, right? Oh, that not was at it. all. Did they he, not know how to, like, make a text group chat? I don't know. Because <laughs> the reason was, we, oh, we can't talk in front of Kelly because she's a terrible liar. But they could have set up a secret meeting anywhere. For, like, I don't think he knows how to get in touch with them without going through Kelly. That, oh, that's, <laughs> that's true. Maybe if he just, like, went outside Rock Records and yelled dogs really loudly, they mm-hmm. might. I mean, like, one of his big supersonic yells that makes the camera pan out really far. I mean, Kelly would be there in a nanosecond. Yes. She's like, I have to diffuse this immediately. She know where they live. Yeah, so Kendall, he did all this stuff, and then I guess Gustavo couldn't complain about it because he, like, didn't give him any ground rules, right? right? Or maybe that's, like, everybody showed up, and Gustavo left a note in his office for Kendall, and Kendall <laughs> read through it, figured out what the plan was. Gustavo had already swapped out the records so that they wouldn't actually break his gold records, mm. and had, he wrote the lyrics for Kendall's rap, <laughs> and he actually had already destroyed his office and just kept the door closed, and then Kendall went in there. Nobody saw him go in, just saw Lady lock the door. Hmm. So actually, Gustavo did all of it. But they did say the boys are good at schemes. They are. Although it works very seamlessly, and that's why I think it's a Gustavo plan. Because there would have been a point, if it was just the boys, there would have been a point where he'd be like, you went too far on this thing and this thing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he just hated Wayne Wayne that much. (laughs) So another comment on the fandom wiki page. It wasn't comment, it was like trivia. Yep. And it said that Wayne Wayne said that Kendall would get kicked out of the band because he knew if he said Logan, which was the right answer, he knew if he said Logan, Camille would beat him up. Ooh. So, is there know. any pretense? Well, I mean, maybe no. 
He knows what Camille's type is because they worked together on the other show. And he knows that she's a whole can of crazy. I like the concept that everyone would definitely agree that Logan gets kicked out. Yeah. And he can't <laughs> dance or sing. But he can backflip. <laughs> Do you think he knows how to sing by now? He's had like a week. I don't know. Do they let him sing in The City is Ours? I'm sure he has a verse in there. Carlos does the bridge in The City is Ours? He does the second one. Yes. Yeah, so the first one is Logan. I okay, think. so Logan's the bridge. I'm excited for when we get to see them make the music video. Yay! Yay! Big time video? Is that what it's called? Yeah, but it's not for a while. It can't be that far away, right? Well, next is Big Time Love Song, so we're going to... Oh, guys, please join us for that one. I'm going to have some things to say about that episode. They all make me so mad. There's just a lot of wild things that happen. But we get to meet Joe, so come for Joe, at least. We love her. We support her here. Thank you for being here with us today. That sounds like church. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, what time is it? Uh, it's 9-11. Is it? Is it bedtime? No, No, it's it's girl time! time. Alright, my pants are cold. Sure, I go touch my helmet and (laughs) bike. Girl, the 